ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون او you believe fear allah azza wa jalla as you ought to be feared and do not die except in a state of submission to him subhanahu wa ta'ala يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا او من كاين فيو رب سبحانه وتعالى the one who has created you from a single soul that single soul being adam alayhi salatu wassalam and from adam he created for adam its mate being hawa and from them he spread out many men and women so fear allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the one from whom you request the bonds of kingship indeed allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ever watchful over you Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu taqullaha wa qulu qawlan sadida yuslih lakum a'malakum wa yaghfir lakum dhunubakum wa may yuti'illaha wa rasulahu faqad faza fawzan azima Oh you who believe fear Allah azza wa jalla as you ought to be feared and say a straight and direct word If you do this Allah azza wa jalla will rectify for you your deeds and he will forgive for you your sins and whoever obeys Allah azza wa jalla and his messenger has achieved the best of foundations as for proceeds fa inna astaqa al hadith kitabullah wa khayra al hadi hadi muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa sharra al umur muhdathatuha wa kullu muhdathatin bid'ah wa kullu bid'atin dalalah wa kullu dalalatin fi an-nar as for proceeds and indeed the best of speech is the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the best of guidance is the guidance of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the worst of affairs is the newly invented matters for each and every single newly invented matter is an innovation and each and every single innovation is a, is a misguidance and each and every single misguidance is in the fire as for proceeds Ibad Allah awwalan usikum wa nafsi bitaqwallahi subhanahu wa ta'ala faqad faza al-muttaqun First and foremost O servants of Allah I advise myself and yourself to observe and to be conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in open and in secret For indeed those who are conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with regards to their affairs the secret ones and that in open has achieved a great success ibad allah facing trials and facing tribulations is a natural reality of life and living in this world the nations before us were tested the anbiya before us were tested 
The Siddiqeen, the truthful ones were tested. The martyrs were tested. And the Salihin were tested. About this Allah Azrael says, أَحَسِبَ النَّاسُ أَن يُتْرَكُوا أَن يَقُولُوا آمَنَّا وَهُمْ لَا يُفْتَنُونَ Allah Azrael says, Do people think that just because they have said Amanna, just because they have said we believe, they will be left alone and they will not be trialed. Allah Azrael said, وَلَقَدْ فَتَنَّ الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِهِمْ فَلَيَعْلَمَنَّ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ صَدَقُوا وَلَيَعْلَمَنَّ الْكَاذِبِينَ Allah said, certainly, we tested those who came before them. And by way of this test, Allah Azza wa Jal came to know, and indeed Allah Azza wa Jal knew those who are truthful with regards to the utterance of La ilaha illallah, and Allah Azza wa Jal comes to know who are the liars. And these trials that we face, O servants of Allah, it takes many forms. It can be a trial with regards to our deen, and this is the greatest of trials that a Muslim can face. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests you with regards to your religion. This test that we face, it can also be in terms of our health. Be it our physical health and well-being, or our mental health and well-being. These trials that we face, it can also be with regards to our wealth and our risk. So know firstly, O Muslim, that this difficulty, this pain, and this hardship, it is a reality of life. And this is the sunnah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the life of this world. This is the system of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the dunya. That Allah azza wa jal is going to test us. And Allah says, in Surah Al-Baqarah, verse 155 to 157, Allah says, and he opens this verse with a lamb. And this lamb is the lamb of emphasis. It is the lamb of ta'kid. Allah did not just say, Nabtalukum, that we will test you. But Allah said, That certainly, that surely, we will test you. With some form of fear. With some form of hunger, with some form of decrease of your wealth. And Allah will test you with regards to the people around you. Meaning the people around you will die and they will pass on. And Allah Azza wa Jalla will also test you with regards to your thamarat. And as the ulama mentioned, this refers to two things. Either Allah can test you with regards to your crops which you plant, or Allah Azza wa Jal will test you from that which comes from your loins. Thamarat can also refer to Allah testing you by way of losing your children.
And what a great test this is. May Allah grant us afia. Amen. And through all of this, Allah says, وَبَشِّرِ الصَّابِرِينَ Give glad tidings to those who have sabr. And the people of sabr, when they are faced with a trial, what is their response? When they are faced with a calamity, what is their response? The response is one of iman. The response is one of tawheed. The response is one of taqwa. They say, indeed, to Allah Azza wa Jal do we belong. And indeed, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is our return. For the believers who have this approach with regard to calamities, Allah says, أُولَٰئِكَ عَلَيْهِمْ صَلَوَاتٌ مِّن رَبِّهِمْ وَرَحْمَةٌ وَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْمُحْتَدُونَ Allah says, these individuals, they have salawat from their Rabb. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions them in a gathering, which is the highest of gatherings. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions our names in the gatherings of the malaika. <coughs> Secondly, Allah says that Allah's mercy is upon these individuals. And Allah says the ones who have this approach with regards to calamities, they are the ones who are truly rightly guided. So trials, ibadallah, it is the reality of life. And as Muslims, we will face trials. A sahabi once asked the Prophet Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, who are the most severely tested people? He sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, al-anbiya thumma al-amthal, fal-amthal, yubtala rajulu ala hasabi dinihi, rawahu al-Bukhari. Once a companion asked the Prophet who are the individuals? Who are the ones who are the most severely tested? The Prophet said, the Anbiya, the Prophets. Then those who resemble them in the Iman and the Taqwa, يُبْتَلَ الرَّجُلُ عَلَى حَسَبِ دِينِهِ Then a man will be tested according he is standard of his religion. So what does this mean? The higher your iman, the greater the test. The more conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you are, the greater your test will be. Yubtala rajulu ala hasabidinihi. The best of the best were tested. In fact, they were given the most unimaginable tests. About which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said. أَمْ حَسِبْتُمْ أَنْ تَدْخُلُوا الْجَنَّةَ وَلَمَّا يَأْتِيكُمْ مَثَلُ الَّذِينَ خَلَوْا مِنْ قَبْلِهِمْ أَوْ قَبْلِكُمْ مَسَّتْهُمُ الْبَأْسَاءُ وَالدَّرَّاءُ وَزُلْزِلُوا حَتَّى يَكُولَ الرَّسُولُ وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا مَعَهُ مَتَى نَصْرُ اللَّهِ أَلَا إِنَّ نَصْرَ اللَّهِ قَرِيبٌ Allah says, do you think, O believers, that you will enter Jannah? And you will not tested the like of the test which came to the people before you. They were afflicted with difficulty. And hardship. And they were tested to such an extent that their faith 
was shaken. To such an extent that the Prophet said, Mata Nasrullah. When will the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala come? Allah says, Allah inna Nasrullahi qareeb. Indeed, the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is indeed close. So how do we deal with calamities and trials from an Islamic perspective? Because the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we always say it is a way of life. And this deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it gives us answers to many of the problems and difficulties which we face. And the first approach of a believer when it comes to calamities is that he must submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and submit to the will and the decree of Allah azza wa jal. Accepting this calamity that you go through as a decree from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so we submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we seek help from Him. And we flee from this difficulty which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decreed and we flee back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Each and every single problem and challenge we face, we want to distance ourselves from this challenge. We want to distance ourselves from this difficulty. But when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts difficulties in our way, our only recourse and way out is to return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And to know, as the Prophet said to Abdullah ibn Abbas, وَعْلَمْ أَنَّمَا أَخْطَأَكْ لَمْ يَكُنْ لِيُسِيبَكْ وَمَا أَصَابَكَ لَمْ يَكُنْ لِيُخْطِئُكَ That when you go through this difficulty, whether it be a form of fear or loss of wealth, or loss of a loved one, you know that that which was meant to hit you was never ever meant to miss you. And that which was meant to miss you was never ever meant to hit you. And this is the silver lining. That the difficulty which is put in our way, it is only a means for us to return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to come back to Allah azza wa jal. Every problem we face, we try to distance ourselves from it. But when Allah Azza wa Jal puts a calamity in our way, there is no way for us to get out of this difficulty except by returning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Secondly, when we find ourselves in difficult situations and we find ourselves going through trials and tribulations, know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sees you in this condition and Allah Azza wa Jal is well aware of your situation. Whether it be hunger, whether it be fear, whether it be grief and sorrow, Allah Azza wa Jal is Al-Alim. He is the All-Knower. And He is Al-Basir. He is the All-Seer. And He is As-Sami'. He is the All-Yara. So Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala is well aware of the challenge you are going through. And the famous phrase mentioned in the Quran up until Allah Azza wa Jal causes the Quran to be inherited and he causes the dunya to come to an end. The verse reads as follows Idh yaqulu li sahibihi la tahzan inna allaha ma'ana fa'anzar allahu sakinatahu alayh wa ayyadahu bi junudi lam tarawha. And this is in the context of the hijrah of the Prophet ﷺ. When him and Abu Bakr was in 
Ghari Thawr, in the cave of Thawr. And they were being pursued by the polytheists, the mushrikun of Makkah. And there was a ransom on the head of the Prophet ﷺ and his companion. And the non-believers came so close to the Prophet ﷺ, as Abu Bakr said, that if one of them was to look below their feet, they would find us at the entrance of the cave. At this time, the Prophet said to Abu Bakr, and this statement is recorded in the Quran, when he said to his companion, La tahzan, do not grieve, do not fear, inna Allah ma'ana, indeed Allah Azza wa Jal is with us. And at this time, when the Prophet was facing the possibility of being killed, Allah Azza wa Jal sent his sakina, his divine tranquility, and Allah Azza wa Jal helped the Prophet with his troops, which you could not see. So this is one of the coping mechanisms we have to deal with calamities. It is our tawheed. It is our belief that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should be singled out in worship and our belief that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is unique in his divine names and attributes. That Allah azza wa jal is with us. Meaning, his help is with us. That Allah sees our conditions and he hears our cries and he knows our pleas. And this is the foundation of Iman. Inna Allah ma'ana. In these challenges, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with us. And the more conscious we are of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the more Allah azza wa will be with us. And this ma'iyah does not mean that Allah azza wa is inside his creation. For Allah azza wa is above his creation. Mustawin ala arshihi. He is above his throne. But Allah's knowledge, his hearing and his sight is in all places. When we go through calamities, we need to remind ourselves that the dunya is a place of adversity. The dunya was not made for pleasure only. The dunya was made as a place of adversity and a place of trials and tribulations. But how you approach this trial and tribulations determines the outcome. And trials and tribulations, O servants of Allah, it takes many forms. When we think of trials, we only think of difficulty. And we only think of hunger. But prosperity and good times and having abundance of risk can also be a test. When we think of difficulties, we only think of hardships. But pleasure and abundance of risk and wealth and children can also be a test. So how we approach this test determines the outcome. Whether Allah Azza wa will be pleased with us or not. The Prophet says in the hadith reported in Sahih Muslim, عَجَبًا لِأَمْرِ الْمُؤْمِنِ إِنْ أَمَرَهُ كُلَّهُ لَوْ خَيْرٌ وَلَيْسَ ذَلِكَ إِلَّا لِمُؤْمِنِ إِنْ أَصَابَتُ سَرَّاءُ شَكَرَ فَكَانَ خَيْرًا لَهُ وَإِنْ أَصَابَتُ دَرَّاءُ صَبَرُ فَكَانَ خَيْرًا لَهُ رواه مسلم The Prophet says, amazing is the affair of the believer. Indeed, all of his situations is good for him. And this is only 
for the mu'min, only for the believer. If he is afflicted and given a bounty by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then this is good for him. If he is given a bounty by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he is grateful for this bounty, then this is good for him. So we'll give an example of this. Allah Azza wa Jal confers upon you wealth. And your wealth is zakatable. You give the haq of this wealth by dispensing your zakat. And you give the haq of this wealth by spending on those whom it is obligatory upon you as a male to spend upon. You nafaqa them. And you increase in charity. Then this wealth is good for you. But if you take this wealth and you don't utilize it in the pleasure of Allah, you don't give the first right of wealth which is zakat, you don't nafaqa your wife and your children, and you don't spend in the way of Allah, then this wealth, which is a ni'mah, becomes a ni'mah. It becomes a form of a destruction for that person. So if the person is given any bounty, and he is grateful and thankful for it, this is good for him. وَإِنْ أَصَابَتْهُ دَرَّاءُ صَبَرَ فَكَانَ خَيْرًا And if he is afflicted with a calamity, and when this calamity hits him, he is patient, and he endures this hardship, then this is good for him. So the good is good for a Muslim. The good times is good for a Muslim if he is grateful. And the bad times and the trials is good for a Muslim if he is patient. And this is only for the believer. When we go through trials and tribulations, we need to realize that there are people who are facing greater trials than we are being challenged with. The Prophet says, لا تنظروا إلى من هو فوقكم فهو أجدر أن لا تزدروا نعمة الله The Prophet says, do not look at those who are above you, but look at those who are below you. For this is better for you not to trivialize the bounties of Allah. So when it comes to calamities, we look at those who are below us. I'm earning X amount of money. It's only enough for me to fulfill half of my family's needs. There's somebody in a position who can't find his daily bread. You're going through an illness where you're being trialed with your health, you're bedridden, you have a flu. There is somebody who's being trialed with his mobility. He cannot move. So look at those in dunya who are below you. If you do this, you will recognize the state of afia you are in from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. With regards to our deen, we look at those who are above us. So we're not just contented because we are praying five times a day and we are fasting the month of Ramadan and we are giving our zakat. But we look at those above us. We look at those who are, if we're praying five times, look at those who are punctual in terms of their salah in the masjid. We look at those who are praying their sunnahs before every far prayer and after the far prayer. We look at those who are standing up for tahajjud and those who are spending in the way of Allah. And we strive to be like them. When we face calamities, we need to know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us coping mechanisms. As he says, وَاسْتَعِينُوا بِالصَّبْرِ وَالصَّلَةِ وَإِنَّهَا لَكَبِيرَةٌ إِلَّا عَلَى الْخَاشِئِينَ Allah says, seek the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
by way of patience and perseverance. Seek the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with patience and perseverance and salah. That salah is one of the greatest coping mechanisms for a believer. If you are being trialed and you are not steadfast upon your salah, that trial will only seem as if it cannot be lifted. But if you are punctual and constant upon your salah at all times, when that calamity comes, you know that the only way you can find peace is by increasing in your salah and increasing in your khushu, your submissiveness and your mindfulness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So salah is a great coping mechanism to deal with the calamities which Allah azza wa trials us with. Turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in dua and connect with Allah by way of dua. Complain to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Nabi Ya'qub said, Kala innama ashku bathi wa huzani ilallah wa a'lamu min Allahi ma la ta'lamun. The Anbiya, when they went through trials and tribulations, they didn't seek help from the creation. Even though there's no issue with seeking help from the creation. So you're going through a financial difficulty, don't go to the uncle in the community who you know is wealthy and he can help you out. First turn to Allah and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make you independent by way of his virtue and his grace. And then you'll find that Allah will put people in your path, will aid and assist you. But the first point of reference must be Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We complain about difficulties and our challenges to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A dua which the Prophet taught us at times when you face calamities, a powerful dua. That if you say this dua and you see someone going through a difficulty, Allah Azza will save you from this difficulty when you experience it. The Prophet said, Man ra'a mubtalan faqala alhamdulillahi alladhi afani mimma abtalaka bihi wa faddalani ala kathiri mimman khalaq tafdila lam yusibhu thalika albala. The Prophet said, whoever sees an afflicted person and says, all praise is due to Allah. He says, all praise is due to Allah who saved me from that which he has afflicted you with and blessed me greatly over many of those who he has created. He shall not be struck with that affliction, subhanAllah. So you see a person going through a difficulty in health and you make this dua, Allah Azza wa is not going to test you with that difficulty. You see a person who is impoverished, who cannot sustain himself and you make this dua, Allah is not going to test you by way of poverty. A powerful dua, the Prophet taught us. We need to also be mindful of the fact that with difficulty comes ease. al-usri yusra. That the difficulty you are experiencing, it will not be forever. For many of us that face challenges and experience difficulties, to feel as if this difficulty will never be removed. And when this difficulty is removed from us, it's as if we never ever experienced that difficulty. So the fact that you are experiencing this difficulty, it means that the Eid is coming. Difficulty is not forever. You're experiencing difficulty 
Allah Azza wa Jal, if you have conviction in Him, will lift this difficulty from you. Finally, we always need to be mindful of the fact that the outcome, the final result, is always for the people of taqwa. وَالْعَاقِبَةُ لِلْمُتَّقِينَ That the final outcome is always for the believers. After persevering and going through this trial, whether it be fear, wealth, the lives around us, our children and our prophets, going through this difficulty and being patient in this lies, raising your rank. Allah Azza wa Jal raises your rank in dunya and akhirah. And by way of this difficulty, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala expiates for you your sins. He's wiping away your sins due to the difficulty that you're experiencing. The Prophet said, مَا يُصِيبُ الْمُسْلِمْ مِنْ نَصَبٍ وَلَا وَصَبٍ وَلَا هَمٍ وَلَا حَزَنٍ وَلَا أَذَى وَلَا غَمْ حَتَّى شَوْكَةَ يُشَاكُوهَا إِلَّا كَفَّرَ اللَّهُ بِهَا مِنْ خَطَايَا مُتَّفَقٌ عَلَيْهِ Abu Huraira reported that the Prophet said, Never a believer is trialed with a discomfort, any form of discomfort you feel, an illness, an anxiety, a grief, or mental worry, or even the pricking of a thorn. But Allah Azza wa will expiate his sins on account of his patience. So if you're patient in the difficult times, and you face this calamity, and the greater this calamity is, the more sins Allah is wiping away. And the greater this calamity is, the more Allah Azza wa is exalting your rank in dunya and akhirah. So we ask that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants us afiyah fi dunya wal akhirah. Allah azza wa jal grants us well-being in our deen, our dunya and our year after. And he doesn't trial us with a trial which takes us away from him. And we ask that whatever trials we face, it is only a means for us to come closer to him subhanahu wa ta'ala. Naktafi bihada subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika. Ashadu an la ilaha ila anta astaghfiruka. وأتوب إليك والسلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته